Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm your host, John, and today in this podcast episode, we're going to be looking at some of your lovely voicemails. And first up, we have a voicemail from Mackenzie. Take it away. Hey, uh, your Fate videos is what got me into GMing, and I've been I've been GMing Fate for a while. Thanks very much. That's very kind of you. Glad you enjoyed the Fate videos. I had a real blast recording those, and I've run a lot of Fate in the past. And I'm currently uh, watching your 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 Jade Punk series. It's funny you should mention that, Mackenzie. A friend of mine recently brought that up, Matthew, who played in the Jade Punk campaign, and yet yeah, I really enjoyed that. Although it was quite some time ago, we actually ran it. Uh, if I remember correctly, the last video we did on that, the last session, was actually in 2015. So a long old time ago. And I, I was wondering, have you have you done uh, more Fate stuff more recently? Because I believe that uh, Jade Punk was a, a couple years ago still. Uh, or are you planning on, on doing more, more Fate in the future? Because it's a system I personally really enjoy and wanted to, to know if, if you plan on continue using it or or uh, continuing on with with other systems and whatnot well first of all thank you very much for your call i'm glad you've enjoyed the fate stuff as i said i've not really done any longer term sort of fate campaigns we did a few sort of like shorter games and one shots and stuff like that i've really been delving into my osr and old school essentials and stuff like that recently for instance with my smoke and snow campaign which has recently concluded that ran for about two years i'm not adverse to doing more fate stuff in the future although when i sort of last sort of finished off doing my big raft of fate videos i'd sort of said what i wanted to say about that particular system but who knows in the future i might get around to doing some more stuff i'm actually in a discussion with my current group about what sort of campaign we're going to do next and one of the ideas that was floated out there was doing a dresden files accelerated campaign and that's certainly an option we're not sure if we'll go with it just yet but that is a possibility and dresden accelerated is something i really love mostly with fate at the moment i'm using it for like one shots and conventions and stuff like that which obviously tend not to get recorded but i'm certainly amenable to doing some more stuff in the future and keep an eye out because if we do go with dresden files accelerated obviously i'll be putting those sessions up on the website so thanks again for the call our next call is from ron frazier take it away ron hey john this is ron frazier calling about two episodes one the one about quitting and the one about hyperspace d6 the one on quitting i totally i'm totally with you um i prescribe to halt i'm hungry angry lonely tired if i'm in any of those conditions i pause and say is this is gaming something i need to do right now Hungry is usually easily fixed. Um, angry, that can be uh, dealt with sometimes. Lonely, um, sometimes. Actually, gaming does help, but um, sometimes I need to do something else, like just hang out with my friends doing something else. And tired, that's the one. That's the kicker. That's the one we have to um, take some time off for. 
Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Ron. There are times when you can be feeling a bit low or stuff like that. And actually running a game and, you know, getting together with your friends and slinging some dice can be just the cure for that particular ailment. However, I think sometimes, particularly if you're the GM, although this applies to players as well, you know, if you're feeling really tired or you don't really think you're going to be able to, like, contribute to the game or you're maybe going to be bringing the mood of the table down, sometimes it's best to just take a wee little break and sort of get yourself together and then come back to the game refreshed when you can really put your full effort and energy into it now your hyperspace d6 episode i'm glad that that guy suggested it um it got me hyped for it i went and downloaded the latest version made a character ran a mock combat for myself and it is it just runs so smoothly and i am totally excited to get it to the table and try to get uh at least a one shot going if not a short campaign so thanks for both of those episodes you are more than welcome ron thanks very much for your call and as i said in the hyperspace d6 episode although i'm a big fan of the west end games original d6 version and i've run various other versions of star wars role-playing games i've pretty much owned every edition of whatever star wars rpgs have been published there's something like you said so slick and smooth about hyperspace d6 that it really does capture that freewheeling sort of space opera vibe for me i'm not sure how it would run for a longer campaign because to be honest i've not tried it as i said in the original episode i did however i have run it for a series of one shots at one of the uk conventions uk games expo this year and everyone seemed to really enjoy it it was dead simple for everyone to pick up and sort of grasp what was going on with their character sheets and it led to the sort of hijinks and blaster fire and force use and stuff like that that i really associated with star wars and it was a breeze for me to run as a gm so i'm a really big fan of it and would love to potentially have a go at running something a little bit more longer term in the future. Hey, John, Ron Frazier here again, talking about your ending a campaign podcast episode. And I agree 100%. You definitely want the players to be prepared for the end of a campaign in the event that they want to do an epilogue that is suitable to that character. Otherwise, people can get really stuck and gummed up on those types of things. And they want to, they want the characters to be awesome at the end, just like they are at the beginning and uh, at the climax of the campaign. So I'm with you. Thanks very much, Ron. Yeah, I'd like to have a sort of dramatic epilogue. And that's whether the campaign reaches a sort of heroic, sort of triumphant end, or as was the case with my Smoke and Snow campaign that wrapped up recently, it all ended with an almost TPK. But even when that happens, you know, even with the the characters who've died i like to let them have like a last heroic sort of action or sort of final last words and stuff like that and i play a bit fast and loose with the rules when it comes to that just because i think it takes the sting out of losing a character and potentially the the campaign wrapping up 
in a less than triumphant manner but in smoke and snow one of the player characters survived and escaped to lead the armies that were outside the castle the player characters had taken there to fight off the undead hordes to the castle where his companions had died to get some sweet sweet revenge for that and we drew to a close the epilogue being the surviving rogue quentin was leading this barbarian horde with like torches and weapons to storm this castle and get retribution for his fallen comrades so even though like I say it ended in an almost tpk there was still an element of triumph at the end of it and an element of closure and that's how i like to run things next up we have a call from glenn halstrom aka old man grognard take it away glenn hi john old man grognard here listen to your current your latest episode in your podcast about it's all in the cards you mentioned deadlands and i think i played it once the original but its successor savage worlds i think is a very it handles playing cards very well i think not only do you get to use them for for initiative and things like that um you there's special things you can do with them they've got a they've got one where uh, the joker's wild somebody gets a joker they can move any time they want to during that round even in front of even in the middle of somebody else's and everybody gets a benny and you get to reshuffle the deck etc etc that's just one thing you can do with the playing cards uh they make good use full use of the of the suits very good full use of the suits and the colors and uh, I just think it's great. I, I'm a big Savage Worlds fan myself, and I think they work great. So that's my that's my take on it. So uh, great podcast. Thank you, man. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks very much, Glenn. Yeah, I've got to admit, the last time I played the original Deadlands was many, many years ago. So my memories of it are somewhat hazy, I'll admit. And I do remember sort of thinking that the cards were very thematic with the old Wild West sort of setting, you know, the whole deal with the devil and stuff like that. I remember thinking at the time that it was a shame they didn't really make more use of the cards or try and find a way to streamline it. So, that, you know, they got a little bit more out of it, whereas I don't remember being particularly enamored of what they did with it. Now, I've got to say, I do own a few Savage Worlds supplements, although my actual experience of playing it is minimal to none i've just bought a few books like the old um, pirates of the spanish main and stuff like that because the subject matter appealed to me and i enjoyed reading the background in it so i can't really comment on the the sort of savage worlds version although it does sound pretty cool from your description and i have got a few friends who are very into their savage worlds so maybe i'll have to give that a go in the future but thank you very much for your call glenn it's very much appreciated and last but by no means at least we round off this episode with a voicemail from joe richter of the hindsightless podcast yo john just calling in because i wanted to say that i totally agree with you about telegraph in the end of a campaign uh so for my wrath of the righteous campaign which at the pace we're currently going seems like it'll probably take three years it's taken us about six months to finish the first book there are six books there you go um and we have all semi-jokingly talked about 
for the final like session or two getting together and that would in person and that would involve lots of travel because i have players on the west coast of america on the east coast of america and in new zealand so (laughs) but we're talking about doing it because how epic would that be if you play in a campaign online for three years and then for the final couple sessions you get together in person and do it that'd be awesome peace out thanks very much for the call joe yeah i think that sounds really epic getting all of your players together from various different countries for your last session it really makes it feel like a sort of special event and that's what the end of a campaign should feel like in my opinion if at all possible I know that recently when Johannes wrapped up the Burning Wheel campaign, Chronicle of the Crowns, that we were playing, although we couldn't all get together being in different places and timescales wouldn't work for that, we actually had a a sort of separate session outside our normal schedule. So we normally used to do these sessions on Thursday evenings weekly, but we had a separate session at the weekend on the Saturday, starting a little bit earlier, so we could really get a lot of gaming in, and it meant we weren't having to get up for work or leave early because we had to get up early and stuff like that. So it really did make that final session feel like an epic event, which contributed, I feel, towards the ramping up of the action and excitement for that final scenario of the campaign so there we are those are our voicemails for this episode thank you to all our wonderful callers it's very much appreciated we love hearing from you all if you'd like to get in touch with us you can do so a number of different ways and you might be featured in a future episode such as this you can drop us a voicemail message using speakpipe or anchor or you can send us an email to rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com so until we see you again wherever you are and whatever you're playing take care stay safe and have fun see you soon